Thanks for tuning in to the Dandemonium Podcast. It's April 26th, and this is episode 24. Welcome! We've reached episode 24. What does that mean, everybody? Big fucking deal. The date doesn't mean anything anymore. The episode doesn't mean anything. Nothing means anything anymore. I hope everybody is doing good. And first and foremost, I'd like to, you know, anytime somebody says anything now, it's like you got to start out like you're about to win an Academy Award. First off, I'd like to thank the Academy. And then I'd like to thank the big man upstairs and my family for supporting me. And the frontliners, first and foremost, the, the frontliners of the, the COVID-19 uh, essential employee work list. And I really do mean that. It's not, I'm not making fun of it, although I'm kind of, you know, making fun of it. But I can still make fun of it and respect it at the same time. So that's the idea there. Everything is just fucking, fucking hunky-dory. I had to get my ass back to work because uh, it is a lot more difficult to try and catch up when you fall behind than it is to just try and expose yourself and be like, okay, well, I got to go out there. I got to work. And I do have to say my exposure um, uh, potential is still very limited because I do vehicle graphics, so it's like nobody's around me. I'm just working in a warehouse by myself. A lot of times I do work at home, so it's I'm very fortunate to be in that position and situation. So it's been getting me by. I've been getting a little bit of work here and there, and um, hopefully um, hopefully, I can just keep on going. Things aren't looking too depressing as of yet. You know, I, I, I'm not waiting for the fucking government to bail me out or fucking, you know, stimulus checks. So checks in the mail, motherfucker. I'm not waiting for my motherfucking mortgage to give me any sort of leniency in these times of need. I've already tried calling them. Fuck them. I've been with that same fucking bank for like 20 fucking years. A lot of people promote like, oh, you know, if something relies on your credit score, like buying a car, for example. Well, you got that bullshit that the fucking salesmen always tell you. Well, we're not, uh, we're not, uh, you know, we factor in the individual. You know, it's not just about your credit score. It's about the person. You know what I mean? Bullshit. It's all about the fucking credit score. It's all government fucking anything that deals with paperwork and registration of a vehicle or a firearm or a fucking uh, mortgage or uh, taxes or this or that, anything government-related is fucking bullshit. It's all fucking bullshit. You know, I get caught in a trap sometimes when I'm talking about because I, I firmly believe, like, I am not on the government side, and I am more than open to just say that. I mean, we have to abide and and follow certain laws just as a a participant in society, okay? And I can do that. But when you start to overextend those, you start to breach and overextend the the authority that you might have, whether it's taxes, fucking uh, being arrested for going to a park where there's nobody there in these times of COVID, fucking walking down the street up oh, you don't have a mask on fuck you you know everybody should be doing what they can to at least try and take it seriously i do firmly believe that just for you know i i don't just think of myself so i have an easy time considering other people and other people's well-being around me and how i might affect them and you know just or infect them <laughs> these days uh but it's uh it's not a bad thing to do just 
in human society to uphold a certain standard that, you know, not only do you care for yourself and your family, but, you know, that you care for others as well. I mean, it's a good trait. If you don't, then that's who you are, and just don't be a piece of shit. You know, you don't have to like people, but don't fucking be a piece of shit to them when you don't even know them. I don't know. It's very easy to get caught in that trap, especially politically. There's a lot of things, right? And you're either one side or you're the other side. And anybody that's on one side, we'll call it side A, okay? Because I'm not going to use left and right. I'm not going to fucking try and discriminate against one side or the other. But side A, right, knows that they're on team A. I'm on side A, Okay, and when they start to talk about anybody, especially when it's specifically related to topics associated with creating differences between side A and side B, and they start a conversation, so side A participant starts a conversation with side B and tries to argue a certain point, okay, and then it just escalates, and then it gets into the weeds where it's like starts tangenting off into other aspects of the fucking political spectrum and then there's just absolute chaos and complete discourse and that's how it is that's how we communicate online especially especially politically okay and i don't give a fuck if you're on team a or team b okay because i consider myself team team what is between a they're not numbers so i can't say i'm team one and a half so we're going to change the names it's team one and team two okay and i'm at team one and a half okay it doesn't matter if i'm arguing for a point for team one or team two okay whichever point you're trying to argue the fact and normally you're talking with somebody else that's on the opposing views of that Okay, so you're instantly a piece of shit. They don't even fucking know you, perhaps, but you're instantly a piece of shit because you're on the other team. Air quotes. Okay? But they don't know, especially when they don't know the individual. You don't know the nuances of thought about the individual. And when things start to escalate and you only have so much time and it's bantering back and forth, it escalates quickly. And that is the continual progression of discourse, of conversations online, politically. It's ridiculous. I made it a point about at least two years ago not to engage in politically specific posts because one... I'm not cheering for your side or the other. I mean, I kind of have a side depending on the point that's being made, but like, like I do lean more towards one side, just like everybody. But I still try to keep an open mind. I'm not going to call you a bigot, a racist, a this, a that, when I don't fucking know you, just because you hold a certain viewpoint about abortion, we'll say, or whatever freedom of speech fucking the right to bear arms the constitution it's all so fucking ridiculous okay and then when you consider oh i'm not gonna get into the weeds here i'll I'll get into that a little bit later in the podcast perhaps (laughs) um but it's just it's something that just really bugs me so i've been engaging myself in a few political posts because it gets to a point where I see so much shit out there that I don't agree with that I don't post on 
And then it gets to a point where I can't take it anymore, and I feel like I have to say something. And it's not against that individual by any means, but it's more along the lines of my own situation. Like, I'm just, I'm irritated, I'm fed up, okay? I think that a lot of the news and mainstream media out there isn't real. It's, it's not truthful. We've never had these fucking times before. For the past four years, no, longer than that. Longer than four years, we've had bullshit news, okay? Whether it's Team 1 or Team 2, there's always bullshit on one or other sides. And that's one of the things, because you're arguing for a team that they're hypocrites. They do the same shit. I don't care if it's Team 1 or 2. Okay, I'm on Team 1.5, all right? I hear you motherfuckers. But I'm just one person. Like, I'm nobody. And it, But I'm not going to hate you because you have one viewpoint and hold a stance on Team 1 or Team 2. And that's all I got to say. And then I calm down, and I'm like, you know, as soon as I post something, I know I shouldn't post it. Even before I post it, I'm like, nah, maybe you shouldn't post any of this. But sometimes I do, okay? That's a to fault of my own. <laughs> sometimes I just... I fucking lose it, man. And I'm like, all right, I can't take it anymore. I feel like I have to say something. And this is how I perceive some of the posts online. Okay, it's like me going outside my house, right outside the front door, looking up at the sky and yelling, I like pizza. It's got the same effect. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> Sometimes people will engage, but for the most part, I'm not. I'm saying it just to get like get it off my chest. But it goes out into the public, or at least friends, because my profile was. You know, that's another fucking thing. My profile was not public normally, and there's something along the lines where I had everything set to basically friends, and some of the settings is friends of friends can see some of my stuff. But I went on there, and I noticed that I noticed one of my posts was public. And then I looked at other ones, and they were all fucking public. And I'm like, this is fucking, this is my private account. Like, when the fuck did that change from private to public? I've never gone into the settings and changed that. The only thing I can think of is deleting the apps on my device and then reopening them. So anything that I post on that device, it's like instantly public. So if you're deleting an app like Facebook... If you delete it off your phone and if you reinstall it back on your phone, I would go back into those settings and just make sure that everything is set the way you want because either it's being automatically reset or it's a, a product of deleting and then reinstalling the app. I don't fucking know, okay? I'm just reporting the truths, all right? The truths of my experience <laughs> and nothing but the truth is, you know, I have to be honest, like I didn't expect to get on the mic and I didn't know what the hell I was going to talk about so that was that was a little bit of a rant about the government the political side of uh, social media and stuff like that and you know I will just also say one more thing so I want to get some information here hold on I saved a few websites so and this is one of the reasons why I don't trust the government Okay, I was exposed to uh, a podcast where it was brought up several times in, in uh, different podcasts, and it's a fairly new book that came out. It's called Chaos, 
Charlie Manson, the CIA and the secret history of the 60s. It's fucking crazy. Crazy. Uh, MK Ultra, you know, governmental project, you know, given Manson leniency, uh, feeding him LSD with or without his knowledge, I don't know. Also trying to manipulate the, the human behavior and, and trying to make people act in a certain way that uh, without their own knowledge, it's like taking a puppet, like you're controlling the strings, like do, 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 do. It's so fucking insane. And this is like CIA and government shit. Okay, this guy, he took 20 years. He's got 20, uh, 20 goddamn years of research and his life invested in this book. You hear the story, and I'll, I'll have to say, so it's on the uh, Joe Rogan podcast. Um, it is episode Tom O'Neill. So Joe Rogan experience uh, number 1459. I highly suggest you check it out. This guy, this guy is amazing in all the stuff. And, and the only stuff that was published in the book is the stuff that he knows to be true hard facts. Like he found evidence for this stuff. There's a lot of unanswered questions, and there's also a lot of other tangents that this could go off. But it, he ran into some dead end, um, dead end roads when he was coming across trying to find some of the actual evidence for some of this additional stuff. It's fucking phenomenal, right? And this is government level shit. Let me read you a quick. Uh, Quick thing. So, Chaos, Charlie Manson, The CIA and Secret History of the 60s, is a 2019 nonfiction book written by Tom O'Neill with Dan uh, Pipenbring. Uh, apologize if I'm saying that wrong. Uh, not like he's going to hear this podcast, but the book presents O'Neill's research into the background and motives for the Tate LaBianca murders committed by the Manson family in 1969. This is ridiculous. It's crazy. And then he got all these other conspiracies out here and high-profile people with, um, well, I'm not going to get into to all of that. I would like to say that I really want to do a little bit of research in the subject of conspiracy, uh, conspiracy theories and or uh, just things that people don't believe, but real truths connected to those conspiracies because there is like some truth to it like conspiracies don't just develop on their own um, there's a lot of messed up stuff but I don't want to just go out there and be like you know this is an uneducated uh, synopsis of what I think about blah 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 because I don't fucking know I don't even know where to start but it's crazy <laughs> I'm not even going to get into like flat earth and shit like that um, because that's just ridiculous but stuff that that like could be true you know what I mean high profile uh, uh, cases like where the fuck did Epstein go okay it's certainly being covered up there's no information there's no like nothing nothing the story died okay there's there's somebody at the top Again, like a puppet pulling those strings or puppeteer, uh, puppet master, if you will, pulling those strings and saying, no, we're not going to talk about this. We're going to focus on something else. I'm trying really hard not to get into too many details about stuff, but um, it's a, a lot of crazy stuff. A lot of crazy stuff. It's crazy, man. Maybe we all just need to get outside and get some fresh air or something like that. 
I know I went out there today. It really felt good. It was like 57, you know, 55, 57 degrees. It was nice to actually feel the sun. Not that it was just sunny out and like 30 degrees, but you can feel a little bit of warmth and give me that vitamin D. <laughs> just <laughs> bring it in. Uh, so that was good. And it's good for you. Um, I realized another thing in this whole pandemic situation, like I've realized I'm a fucking hypocrite. Okay. And I hate hypocrites. So it, it's really, it's, it's not difficult for me to say, like, I think I'm a fucking hypocrite. However, it hurts me to actually say that because I only want to speak truths. I want to be real to myself. I want to be real to others. And I only want to express things that I truly believe, um, you know, could be the truth, man. And part of that is I'm a fucking hypocrite. You know, I like talking to people. I like talking to especially people, uh, friends and family uh, that I deem close to me, um, you know, and, and especially in these times to lend an ear and talk to you know, hear, hear some things on a different perspective and actually just listen to somebody and trying to give them advice and be there, just really be there for that person. And I got all these great things to say, you know, all these, these lessons, these valuable life lessons that I hold within myself, but I don't act upon. I'm a fucking hypocrite. And I've realized this. And I'm, but I'm true to the person that I'm talking to and saying, look, like I say these things, but, and I know these things and I, I truly believe these things, but I don't even do these things or some of these things. So I make it very apparent that like, I'm not, I'm not trying to bullshit you. I'm not saying I'm a professional or this is what it is, but this is what I believe. But I have a hard time following that myself. One of the things is like waking up later in the day and just giving myself that extra time and an excuse in these pandemic COVID-19 times. I got an additional excuse. So I'm taking that excuse and I'm riding that all the way to the fucking I can't anymore. I got to get my ass in gear. You know, but I might tell somebody like, you know, the best thing to get most out of the day is to wake up early. <laughs> I can't fucking do that shit. <laughs> Uh, so I respect people that do and I don't I don't have any kids. I'm not homeschooling. I'm not doing this and that like I got to worry about myself. That's it. It's pretty easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. We got those people that are homeschooling and or they just they're used to getting up at a certain time or they're just morning people. You know, they already know that like that's what they got to do is just get up They're They have an external influence. Um, that contributes to the whole fact that, hey, you got to get the fuck up. But I don't have that. So that's just one little example. Another one is like, well, if you really want to feel good, you just, you know, just take a walk around the block. You know, when I'm feeling like shit, do I take a walk around the block? No. Do I think it'd be good for me? Yeah. Why don't I do it? Because I'm a fucking hypocrite. Every evening I'm like, I'm going to take tomorrow and the first thing I'm going to do is take that pull-up bar I have within in the doorway and I'm going to do some pull-ups. I'll do one, two pull-ups. I'm not setting super high expectations for myself, but do I fucking do it the next morning? No. <laughs> Why? Because I got an excuse. And what does that mean? I'm a fucking hypocrite, man. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. 
Uh, it's ridiculous. And don't get me wrong. I'm not a hundred percent hypocrite. Like there's not, not only the stuff that I say, do I uh, feel like is the truth. At least, um, I believe it. Okay. I truly believe things that I say. If I don't believe it, I'll say, Hey, this is just, sometimes I won't mention it. And it might be a fucking joke. Who the fuck knows? Right. But I'm going to I'm going to express things that I I think are true and that I truly believe. Um, So don't get me wrong. I'm not 100 percent hypocrite. There are things that I know work, like trying to change your perspective, trying to to take that switch and say you're having negative thoughts to take that and question it. Okay, flip it around and be like, well, why? You know, just question everything. God damn it. But when you start to do that within yourself, you can, um, over time, maybe I've said this in a previous podcast, but I feel like I can, I can change my perspective and it might take a little bit more, um, you know, energy than it would and, and sometimes than others, but it's something that I feel like I've gained the knowledge or the experience to be able to control that a little bit more. So I'm not 100% hypocrite, but I'm like, I'm like maybe a good 50% hypocrite because I know these things that are great for me that I will tell other people it's great for them and I don't necessarily follow. I'm like a doctor that tells you that sugar is bad, but I drink three cases of Coca-Cola a day. You know, that's a fucking hypocrite. Or maybe is it not? Because the doctor is just saying, he's not saying, you know, this is what I do. I I cut back on sugar. Maybe that's more of a hypocrite. If he says, you have to cut back on sugars like I do, but yet he's drinking, he or she is drinking, you know, three cases of Coca-Cola a day. (laughs) I don't fucking know. But I think that's a hypocrite, right? The doctor's telling you, and the doctor knows that sugar is bad for you, and saying, this is what I suggest. You really have to cut back on your sugars. But then he's going home or throughout the day drinking three cases of Coca-Cola. I don't know any doctors that drink three cases of Coca-Cola. But I'm sure he or she is out there. They're probably telling their patients that sugar is not good for them. So I did this last night. I looked up, I just Googled the daily schedule. I just wanted something with some timelines, a basic, I, I can create it in a Illustrator, Photoshop, whatever. I just didn't want to. It would take me like an hour. I just want to look it up on Google, daily schedule, print it out, be like, okay, that's a good start. So what I'm trying to do, because I realized just yesterday was like the light bulb going off in my head, like I'm a hypocrite. And now I'm telling myself, like, don't be a piece of shit, hypocrite, like like get to actually doing some more things that you tell yourself you want to do on a daily basis. So what I'm trying to do is schedule out my day. All right. I'm going to come up with more of a standard time frame to wake up not only earlier, but a consistent time frame. So my body gets used to that. There's going to be an adjustment period just like anything. But after like a week of doing this shit, I'm sure it's going to I'm just going to, I naturally wake up earlier, but I fall back asleep because I'm a hypocrite. So I'm trying to schedule out a day. So at least like there's a basic timeline. I have a a main goal for the day and that's whether that's working out or, or 
going to work or, you know, trying to find out the next job to close or whatever, what have you. But one of the things that's really good about that is once you write something down, I really feel like it, it not only it like physic, if this is even a word, it physicalizes it, you know what I mean? It makes it physical. So it's not just a thought anymore. You actually took that and, and this isn't like anything new. This is fucking, this is what you do when you want to like set goals for yourself. You write them down. Everybody knows this. Everybody and anybody should know this. If you don't know it, there's a lot of information out there on the effects of actually writing things down. But after I wrote things down, I, I almost instantly had a feeling of like, I felt like I was more organized. I felt like I had a plan. It wasn't like, well, I'm going to get up and I'm going to waste a few hours on social media and then I'm going to do this and not get anything done, listen to a podcast, uh, still not get anything done, do this, do that. And just there's a freedom, but you got to set some form of structure to your day in order to be productive. And I want to be more productive and less of a hypocrite. So that's what I'm trying out. I'll let you know how it goes. Yesterday, I wrote up my first schedule. I felt like I was more organized and on top of things, like I said. However, I still veered off from that schedule. Like it's Sunday. I had to finish some work and, um, you know, I couldn't sleep super late, but I did get up later than what I projected on my schedule. So that's a continual process that I'm going to work on. But I think it's good things. I think it will get me to a point where I'm doing more of the things that I want to do and just think about and putting those things into action. So one thing I'd suggest is if you don't have a schedule or things are up in the air, try try making a schedule, number one. If you, what was the other thing I was going to say? What the f- If you're really feeling bad and you're like, I just need uh, I just need to change my focus for a minute and just do something that will make me feel better because I'm feeling like shit. Just pick a spot in your house. Just clean, clean your bedroom, clean the bathroom like it's something you can it's progress, something you can like step back and look at when it's all done and it'll make you feel good. You know what I mean? You'll get a little bit of a dopamine burst and you'd be like, I, I just did something. So I felt productive. You accomplished something. Make your fucking bed. Okay? Wash your bed sheets. I don't know. Dust the walls. Clean your cabinets. Last week I washed my kitchen floor. I vacuumed the living room. I cleaned all the floors. I like washing the, the kitchen floor, the wood floor, and polishing it a little bit because you, you slide around on your socks. <laughs> it's pretty fun. Uh, but that's the only thing that I can suggest. So we all have things that we're going to work on, right? If you're not working on yourself, then essentially you're dead, okay? Because there is no one point in life where it's like, yeah, I'm good. I know everything. I don't need to grow as a person anymore, You know, then you're fucking dead. Like, it never stops. So you can't just put it aside and just be a lazy ass sometimes like myself and be like, I'm just going to ignore it because it doesn't work like that. We can't just ignore things. That's not what life is about. 
But when you set some schedules, you get some things done, you're more productive, you feel better, you uh, keep that, it's cliche, but you have a, a positive attitude and then you can also express that to other people and that makes them feel better and it's just a big clusterfuck of positive energy. How about that? So that's actually great. I'd always love to end on a positive note, just a clusterfuck of positive energy. So there you have it, folks. This is episode, what is it, 24, and we're on April 26th. So you might be hearing this the day after, the maybe April 27th. I was thinking about adding a theme song to my podcast, and this is from Premium Beats. It's something that I can purchase online. I thought it was pretty cool. Let's see if I can play it here. Save into Dropbox. That's pretty cool, Premium Beats. Thanks for tuning in to the Dandemonium Podcast. I can feel this. I can feel this song, man. I think it'd be a great intro. And uh, it's all about creating some energy, right? Trying to create energy within the podcast and also create energy for myself because uh, sometimes it's a little bit of a struggle. I don't always want to just sit in front of the mic when I do and podcast, but I'm like, I got to keep up with it, man. And that's part of, and that's where I'm not a hypocrite, right? I try and push myself into doing other things and and sticking with it like this podcast like I feel there's a responsibility that I'm undertaking and I I really should if I'm taking it seriously I should be consistent with it so that's what I try to do I still haven't moved my office so I'm a hypocrite there but you know I'll get to that point I'm trying to figure stuff out I got one computer all right I'm trying to separate spaces I got one computer man fucking life is chaos nothing means anything anymore fucking a Oh, and on that note, I'd like to uh, I'd like to thank the academy, the good man upstairs, my family and friends that have supported me through this endeavor. Uh, I'd also like to thank the first uh, uh, the frontliners and the essential employees out there doing everything they can, uh, constantly exposing themselves to the potential COVID nineteen. Stay healthy, everybody. That was pretty cool, right? To actually have an intro and an outro. I'm so fucking excited. All right, peace, everybody. Be well.